what, what, what? It's Saturday because every day is Saturday. That's right. We're going to take a look at retirement. What are people doing? More people are retired right now than any time in history. People don't have jobs and they don't want jobs. We're going to take a look at what that looks like. We're going to talk to people, find out, do they enjoy being retired? Do they enjoy not going to work every day? Do they enjoy things that they're doing outside of work? Are they fulfilled the whole gamut of things we're going to look at? We're going to find out, were they traveling? Do they miss people they used to work with? Do they miss their jobs? That's going to happen right here on this podcast from the Bath Network. That's Bulldog and Friends. I'm the host of this podcast, and that is Every Day is Let's go right now. Saturday, Saturday, it's Saturday again. Unbelievable that Saturday comes around. It really makes no difference to me because every day is Saturday and the podcast is ready to go. Ain't got no job, don't want no job. And we are here with a very special guest. It actually, somebody in my life that I've always looked up to. There, there are Buller 1s and Buller 2s. We've talked about that on the podcast many times, right? Kind of. Well, there also were Cousins 1s and Cousins 2. The older cousins were like one group. They would go to mama, my mama and dada's house at one time, never saw the younger group. We just were not there at the same time. Of course, Cindy, my cousin Cindy was kind of the medium person. She kind of was in both groups. And uh, <laughs> our guest today, let me tell you a little bit about her. She's one of my cousins, as I told you, teacher, administrator, wife, mother, grandmother. She's going to have another little grandbaby soon. The great Sylvia McGray, Sylvia, how you doing today? Doing well. Thank you, Todd, for having me. I tell you, Sylvia is again in what we call in our the Buller family the family business. She was an educator and yeah. uh, and really somebody that uh, all of us kind of look. She's a I think a year older than my brother Eddie. Yeah. Does not look it. If you look at her right now, she's very young looking. <laughs> she reminds me of her mom and my my mom and, and Aunt Sylvia. Just the ladies can hold their age. Nobody knows. But she was an administrator in San Diego, award winner. I mean, a lot of great stuff and was inspirational, I think, to a lot of us, the younger ones, especially that got into education like I did because they were just so good at it. And so we call it our family business. And so it's fun <laughs> that you're part of that. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your job. Tell us what you did. Give us a little insight on that so we can kind of framework this whole thing. Yes. Well, I was with San Diego Unified School District for 41 years. Wow. Yeah. I was a teacher, special education, was in gifted education, kindergarten for a lot of my career, my favorite, favorite age. <laughs> and then I opened up a school just down the street and I thought my career is going to just set end right here and everything is great until... I got the yearning that there was something else I needed to do. So then I was at the literacy department at the district office for about six years. And that was like the most amazing challenge professionally and just my own for my own personal learning. That was, I was so grateful for that. And from there, I was principal at Central Elementary, which is where Cindy Martin was principal. Oh. We were friends. And then we were, I was 
worked with her as vice principal and as she's now deputy secretary of education. Yeah. And wow. then from there, I became principal at Adams Elementary, K or preschool through fifth grade elementary school in an urban setting. And that's where I decided to hang up my <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 40, 41 years. It wasn't like you were getting out no. early or anything. No, no, yeah. no. I only so made that it was, to 35. That was 2020. And wow. so I was hesitating back and forth. Should I retire? Should I not? COVID hit. I was there right at the beginning when everybody was learning to Zoom and get everything online and all of that with my teacher. So I felt a lot of guilt, to be honest, with thinking I'm going to leave them in kind of in this situation. But then Caitlin was pregnant with her second baby. And I had, I kind of flashed back to my mom passed away when Caitlin, before Caitlin was born. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I told her was that I was pregnant with Caitlin. And so she never got to hold her or whatever. So it just, I don't know, something about that. I felt like I don't want to miss this with this grandbaby. Oh. So I, yeah. So in July of 2020, I, I decided that will be my last day and told my staff and told my families, but it was all on zoom so it was kind of a weird ending you know what i mean yeah, it wasn't yeah. there wasn't complete closure but i was ready you're i think you that was obviously great timing for you but the that year of 20 2020 21 was a very strange year it was a yeah. good year not to be in education it was right. really hard kathy and i both had hard years in fact it made us go one more year because we wanted to make sure we got it on a year where we could see kids. And it was a strange year too, but it wasn't anything like 2021. Yeah. Which So I say good timing by you by far. Adams Elementary. Now, wait a minute. As there's a very famous show on now. Do you watch? Uh, Abbott Elementary. You oh, know what? Abbott Elementary. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Ah. Shoot. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know what? Everybody keeps telling me about it and I haven't watched it, but I will. You will love it because the main one of the main people I think who's the best teacher or the best role model for teacher is a kindergarten teacher. And you'll oh, love fun. her. She's phenomenal. Oh, so. fun. Okay. Tell me what you miss about your job. What's some things you miss about? The it, it was interesting after 41 years, something that I was so immersed in and dedicated to walking away. I kind of never looked back. And I, the thing that later on that I started to miss were, was helping the families, especially during COVID, we were just scrambling, going to families' homes, getting them on the technology, making sure they had food and yeah. just all of these things. And that part of my life led me to, now I'm co-facilitating at a, organ, an auxiliary called Hidden Valley House, and it's a shelter where our auxiliary is kind of behind the scenes, but we provide, we raise money and we provide groceries and welcome bags and transportation and right. just all of that. So we just had a big event and that reminded me of being back at work when we would do these huge <laughs> events and raised a bunch of money. So we're really excited about that. So that's kind of, of, um, I have another way to give back, I guess, yes, yeah, with yeah. all of the skills that I had as a leader on writing agendas and just like all of that sure. kind of stuff, I'm able to put it to use. So I love it. Yeah. It's been cool. How about colleagues? Do you keep in touch with any of your colleagues? 
Oh my gosh. The secretary I do every once in a while, she'll call and just needs to vent. And at the beginning, the principal was a brand new principal that took over mm. for me. And we spoke like a daily or weekly, <laughs> and then it got monthly. And then I kind of didn't hear for her. And it made me feel good that, okay, good. you're, you're on your way. So yeah. I didn't, I haven't really reconnected with anyone else from the school. I thought it was important that the new principal yeah. had, didn't have me in the wings. So I really haven't reconnected, but that's just how about how any of your, how about any of your friends that you had when you first got into teaching? Do you see them? Are there oh, any, yes. do you ever have any war, war stories or? Oh, you know? yes. Oh, yes. I have a group that we were all mentor teachers together back in the day. And we would go to happy hour every month, years. And then what's so sad to say, there were seven of us. We, I have this picture right here on my desk. Oh, I love it. Because of the seven of us in this, just in this past year, three have passed away. Uh, and sorry. it kind of hits you. It kind of yeah. hits you. Yeah. So, yeah. but there's four of us that still, we still meet monthly. We still not really talk about teaching as much, but just always keep in touch and just kind of uh, enjoy each other's company still. That's great. All right, let's switch gears here a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about travel. So it's kind of a three-part question. Have you done some travel? Where have you gone? And where would you like to go? Is there a place you'd like to go in retirement? Yeah. You know what? The travel and since COVID has really centered around family. So the 2021 in August of that year, we had three weddings, weddings wow. that had been postponed because of right, COVID right, and all that. Right. So they were all, they were all scheduled. So we went to Montana and to Paul's sister's son, his godson, uh -huh. we kind of explored in Montana a little bit, stayed at this cute little place down, down in the, I forget the hip strip or something, just right. Paul and I, a little studio. So it was like a vacation within a family sure. event. Then we went to Cincinnati and Corey got married. And so staying in Cincinnati and just kind of Paul and I went off and explored and that. Right. And then, then we were in Santa Barbara and that was, it, those were friends, but these are, we always call them our family friends because we've known each other since college. Right. And so his, their son got married and that was a, a cool event right downtown Santa Barbara. So we, we enjoyed that as well. We went to the reunion in San Francisco. We missed you. I know. We were and, in Spain during that that's time. That's right. Yeah, you have a good, yeah. You have I know. A we wanted to go, too. Heard yeah. great things about that. Yeah, yeah. So How about it's, a place it's you'd like to that. go? Somewhere you'd love to go? Someday I want to go to Italy. I just uh, have a yearning for that. Paul's still working. Yeah. And so we've been focusing on, again, family with... So going to see Jason, because he's in Virginia. He's right. in Alexandria, Virginia. And with the new baby, there's been some different medical things that they've needed to deal with. And he sure. doesn't have family around. So I'm with the grandkids all the time. Yeah. And I want to make sure that we're there to help him as well. So those are the next trips we're planning. Is yeah, just right. With them. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I love it. I love it. I love seeing pictures of you guys on Facebook because you have some great family photos. That's and, my daughter. Yeah. She's the one that posts all those. That's she? Yeah. yeah. Kayla's great and her family is expanding and it's awesome. Okay. Give me a typical day in your life as a retired person. I did listen to Nicole's podcast last oh, you did? week. <laughs> yeah, last <laughs> week. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not as, she's so laid back and she's like really taken in all the moments and I'm still going a mile a minute. So I've really enjoyed like a book club that we started virtually in 2020 with um, three other girlfriends from college, from University of San Diego. One's in Virginia, one is in Colorado, and the other is up in La Mirada, kind of LA-ish area. Uh And we meet every week. Wow. We read sometimes a book a week. And what I've been doing is listening to them on my way to Marietta, where Caitlin lives. And that kind of helps me with that drive because that's like like 100 miles. Right, right. Yeah. So, So that's been amazing. And I'm playing pickleball. Oh, good. Bodies, just like all, I'm taking care of the babies a few days a week. Right. And the, everything kind of centers around that. So it's awesome. I've always said this, and I believe this, is that if you were a busy, if you're a busy person, you're going to be busy. That's just who you are. You're going to stay is. busy. And uh, I've struggled a little bit with that because I was busy for a long time. And now I'm trying to figure out things to do. Exactly. Ooh, right. Yeah. 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 I love it. Okay. This is one, I think I know the answer because I saw some things on Facebook already, but if you could start a new career, which would it be? (laughs) So Cindy and I I talk a ton and we are in the process of starting a little company called Details and Daisies. Mm -hmm. It's custom organization and decorating and we've had several clients, but so far, none that pay. <laughs> so we're looking forward to really starting the business and making something of it. We both just really love organizing and we love decorating and those kinds of things. And Cindy's flipping houses and has a lot more experience than I do. Yeah. So let me know if you know anybody that wants yeah. our services because we'll will. be there. <laughs> That's great. No, I And the things I've seen on Facebook just look great. They really, uh, you guys do really have a talent for it. So I'm sure that'll go over big. Thank you. Okay. What do you think the most difficult thing is about retirement for you? I have more ideas than the funding that I would want to put towards those (laughs) ideas. How about that? (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I mean, like you've talked about before, as educators, we're so fortunate to have nice pension and not have to worry as much about that, but there's so many things I want to do and, and that's about the only thing that's stopping me, but yeah. I'll, I'll figure out a way. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. That is great. And so that's a, a difficult thing. What about, what's the very best thing about retirement? What do you think the very best thing is? I just think having a day of potential. Oh, you know, I love it. You wake up, you decide what you want to do, not what you have to do. But just what are you going to do? And I don't ever wake up and not know the day because I'm a, I still have my calendar and I, I'm a planner and I yeah. like, I don't like just kind of idle time. I don't ever want to waste time. Sure. So I feel uncomfortable if I don't have something going right. on. A lot of different projects, a lot of balls in the air on different things that I just want to do. Yeah. I bought a cricket. You know what a cricket is? Like a cricket, the cutting insect? machine, the cutting oh, no. machine. Yeah, it's a crafting cutting oh, machine. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about like a cricket, like in a box or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it again? 
it's a cutting machine so you can make different projects on it oh. and either people know exactly what it is or right, they have right. no idea but anyway that just kind of is a nice creativity yeah. outlet and i've signed up for some other like art kinds of classes and it's just like i can do i remember telling my sister okay i'm retired i can do anything i want so i want to do everything <laughs> I love it. And you know what? That's it seems that's the way you've lived your life too. You you've had a lot of adventures in your educational career and you don't ever back down from any challenges and I love that about you. Okay, if you could give some words of wisdom to people who are retired or about to retire or in their careers about retirement, what would those words be? I think visualize what you want your life to be. Don't retire and then start thinking about it. I read some retirement books before. Our book clubs read like a Jane Fonda, how to age gracefully, <laughs> just like as a, and also to be around other people that are going through what you are, because it's kind of startling to think, oh my gosh, is this is the beginning of the end? Like, and I don't know, my, my mom died so young. And so it was like, okay, here's a chance to kind of remake yourself and, right. and really make, have a purpose and a vision for who you want to be and, and what you want to accomplish. Yeah. So I just think that don't start turning on the TV and sitting around like, no, Get going. What? Here's your chance. You got this gift of time that use it wisely because every day is precious. That's great. Thank you for being on. You did a fantastic oh, so job. Welcome. So You're great. So welcome. I'm going to tell a quick little story. I do a funny story of retirement every week. So here we go. This one's called No T-Shirt on the Driving Range. So I'm. I, this is probably the first week I'm here at our new place. And I go to the driver. I wasn't going to even go, but I took my golf cart out. We were driving around and my clubs are in there. And I said, I'll go chip a couple balls. And so I'm out there, I'm chipping, I'm chipping. And some guy's looking at me who I don't know. I've never met him. And uh, he's looking, he's looking at me. And I said, didn't say anything to him. I went over, wasn't really at the driving range, but it was in the chipping area. And then I hit a couple balls. And he had the cart guy come up to me and say, hey, that guy has a T-shirt on and you can't have a T-shirt in the driving range. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, why didn't he just say, hey, the rule is you got to have, and I would, and I didn't even realize I had a sure. collared shirt on earlier in the day. And so he came up to me, he, a cart guy came up to me and said that. And I knew that I'm looking at the guy thinking, why aren't you just giving me, just tell him, give me the rules. Then I'll follow him. And he just walked away all, like he was upset about this whole thing. And so I laughed and I thought, okay, there are rules that you need to follow, even in retirement. And one of them <laughs> is you have to have a shirt, no t-shirt on the driving range. So I thought that was a funny little thing that happened to me <laughs> that went on. Hey, again, I want to thank Sylvia for being on. Again, very true. Her her family, the Ferrers, were very important to, to our family, the Bullers, going and spending time with them. And she had alluded to her mom. Her mom was one of the most wonderful giving people that I've ever known. She was so great. I'm sure she was great to everybody. She was so great to the Fuller kids and was just wonderful to us. And so I have lots of great, great memories of, of my Aunt Irma. She just, she's just, she was just a great lady. So again, I just love, I love seeing you. If you could see uh, Sylvia right now, she's got kind of turquoise glasses on. She, <laughs> and you can just tell she is as hip a grandma and retired person as you could get. So thanks for being on. I really appreciate it. 
Anybody that's listening, again, remember Saving Innocence. It's kind of what we do the podcast for. It's just a horrible thing that's going on in our country, in all the big cities, LA, San Diego, everywhere in the world is sex slavery, kids in sex slavery. And it's just what the people are doing in Saving Innocence and coming alongside these young girls and helping them and being the first responders for them. And again, it's something that if you can help, go to savinginnocence.org. If you can give money, great. If you could just go and give them your prayers and thoughts, that would be great too. That is every day is Saturday for this week. We were on with the great Sylvia McGrain, my uh, cousin, and we're very excited. Thanks again, Sylvia. Thank you, Todd. Have a great day, everyone. And remember, if you're thinking about working, I will not be working.